0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 502. 502. 502. Starting 502. The Starting 502 Podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome back to the Starting 502 Podcast. This is your host, Nick Connor, riding solo tonight after the Cards lose 73-64 at the hands of Michigan State in the first road test for the Birds this year. First game with Coach Chris Mack back did not end as planned in their road trip to the Breslin Center. Cards got outshot. Cards got outworked, especially on the glass in the second half. Defense looked solid for the Cards in the first half, um, but the offense ultimately failed them lack of consistent meshing of rotations, all kinds of things, which we will get to. As I said, I'm riding solo tonight. Presley Meyer has the night off. He's getting some things done on his end. We've got technical difficulties. We got computers not working. So it may be sound different. It may feel a little different, but we're going to get it done either way. Let's get right into it. Again, cards lose 73-64 to the 22nd ranked Michigan State Spartans. Cards only shoot 25 of 61 from the field, 7 of 27 from 3, and a lot of those late from L. Ellis. He was really the bright spot of the game. We'll get there in a minute. Carts turned the ball over 16 times, 9 steals, 21, um, 21 fouls. For Michigan State, Michigan State shoots 23 of 49 from the floor, much more efficient, and hot shooting led them to 10 of 18 from 3, 17 of 23 from the foul line, which is another massive disparity as the Cards only got to the free-throw line 11 times and made seven. Michigan State got hot. When Michigan State was in transition, they got whatever they wanted. A lot of really good open looks. Um, A lot of guys hit some good shots tonight for them. You know, Hall off the bench for them, three of three from three. Atkins off the bench for them, same thing, two of two. I mean, they just hit open shots when they were there. Michigan State did not look like the more intense team for 40 minutes. Michigan State did not look like the team who necessarily wanted it anymore for most of the game. But in the second half, they had likely transition through stealing, through turnovers, through Louisville simply not executing in the the half court, quite frankly. And they were opportunistic. They got it done. And uh, you to got to give your hats off to them. They shot really well tonight. Again, 10 of 18 from three, 17 of 23 from the stripe. I mean, that, that's going to get it done. When you give up 73 on the road, you're most likely going to take an L this year. And as we've talked about, this level team found their identity in the Bahamas, the Baja Bullies on the glass defensively. In the first half, we saw that for at least 17, 18 minutes, lost it there close to halftime and, and a little bit in between in the first half as well. But when the cards are committed to playing man-to-man pack line defense when the cards are committed to owning the glass they were right there with this michigan state team this is a team that i think will be a challenger in the big 10 a team that was projected to finish fourth in the big 10 by the big 10 media so this this is a team that is going to have something to say come tournament time i think they're going to be a staple in the top 25 this year they've already played some tough teams they they bounced back from a, a loss to baylor where they they played really well with baylor for 20 minutes the other day and and, and lost by double digits late. But a good, tough Michigan State team, nothing, nothing to, to get too upset about here, quite frankly. You lose to a, a solid Michigan State team on the road, first game with your head coach back after the six-game suspension, going to be a quad one loss on the net team sheet. So, so not not freak out mode by any stretch. Let's get into the player of the game, L. Ellis. I mean, absolutely took over in the second half for the Cards, had 22, 22 in only 18 minutes. We've seen flashes of L. Ellis specifically off the bounce. Man, did we see it tonight? Four of seven from three. It did take a couple ill-advised ones to end the game, just trying to get the cards back in it, which they almost did there down the stretch. But I mean, you, there's not much there's not much that you can say bad about L. Ellis tonight. Again, 18 minutes, three turnovers, 22 points, two of two from the stripe, eight of 12 from the field, four of seven from three, and a rebound. I, I mean, if you're going to get that from L. Ellis, you expect a win this year we got to start talking about the rotation. It's time to talk minutes because, again, tonight, like the Bahamas, there were rotations, there were um, guys just flat out not meshing that were on the floor at the same time. And we, we've talked a lot about who's getting those minutes this year. we got to talk about that tonight. So let's run ourselves down here um, from top to bottom. Jared West played 31 minutes, Dre Davis 34. Davis was an absolute monster for most of the game. Really took over the first half of the cards. Malik, 28. Withers, 19 minutes. Lock 25. A very off night for Locke. Zero points, three, three rebounds, three assists in 25 minutes. Not Simply not good enough for Noah Locke. Matt Cross, 19 minutes. Only two points. Missed five threes. At least three or four of those were very good looks. Mason Faulkner, zero points in eight minutes. Rose Wheeler, zero points in eight minutes. Sam Williamson, zero in six minutes minutes. Sam was absolutely not a factor tonight. Came in in the first half with uh, 13 minutes remaining. Got two offensive charge fouls in consecutive possessions. When he got back out there in the second half, similarly tried to get down the lane, tried to post a guy up, tried to get his patented uh, double spin off the bounce and lost the ball, turned the ball over. And we saw Gabe Wisnitzer for the first time tonight. Big Big Gabe, the big whiz, was in for the first time tonight. He got four minutes, got a little bit of run. Good to see him healthy coming off of the wrist injury. Glad to have him back out there in the rotation. But again, you have to ask, is Chris Mack and company playing too many guys? Are there too many guys getting run right now? Another game where you play 11. No Sid Curry tonight, no J.J. Trainer tonight. Again, we're still on J.J. transfer watch, to be quite frank. Had hopes that maybe he would play more um specifically tonight with chris mack back now i was talking to a few friends on a a twitter before the game and we were talking about this might not be the matchup where you're looking to get jj some run and i think that may in fact been what happened here i think we'll see jj against nc state on saturday but just just not what not what we thought necessarily for the bigs I i think you can say specifically coming out of the bahamas liked what you saw from rose wheeler Coach Mack had a lot to say about him in his first press conference off of the suspension. Malik in flashes tonight. Defense looked much better for him. I know there were some injury concerns with him at halftime. I'm not exactly sure what that was, but I did see some of that on social media. Jalen Withers, again, offensively a no-show for the majority of the game. Taking contested threes, again took six... uh, Excuse me, again took three threes in a game that he just simply can't. When Jalen Withers decides... That he wants to be a dude who makes a lot of money in the NBA. He's going to get his backside in the paint. I know we've said it at nauseum. Get your backside in the paint. Play with your back to the basket. And score 15, a night. 15 and 10 a night. That's what Jalen Withers has the potential to be. He has the potential to pop at 25 and 15 every few games, quite frankly. He needs to buy into that. But again, in, in a game where Noah Locke, your leading scorer, has zero. Withers has seven. West has eight. Nothing from Williamson, nothing from Wheeler, nothing from Faulkner. I mean, you're not going to win. Just flat out on the offensive end, you're not going to win. What we saw a lot of from the cards tonight on the offensive end was just disjointed basketball. In the half court, we saw a lot of what we saw last year set-wise, where a lot of it was four high, one in, or four out, one in. And a high ball screen, but as we talked on halftime in our Twitter space, which, by the way, make sure you're checking out those. We're getting into those more and more and would love to have you jump in in our conversation over there at the State of Louisville Twitter account. At the State of Lou, by the way. But going back to the half-court offense, setting ball screens at 24, 25 feet for a ball handler and having three or four other dudes standing around Having two guys in the corners waiting for the ball, but then when they get the ball, the closeout's already there because we're not moving. Just not a lot of screen setting, not a lot of things going on in the paint. Now, let's be very clear here. Going into this game, Michigan State had the second ranked adjusted defense, according to Ken Palm. So these dudes absolutely play defense, and they did tonight. I, I thought it, at at times they, they just did not let Louisville do anything. But again, a lack of offensive identity. We've talked a lot about Ross McMeans. We've talked a lot about trying to push the pace. Cards didn't do it tonight. When they did push the pace, when they were opportunistic in um, space, they got good things. They got good looks. Now, they didn't hit very many of those good looks, but they, they did have those opportunities tonight. Cards continue to have to push the pace. They are going to have to avoid playing in the half court as much as possible right now, to be completely frank. All right, let's talk about the Louisville defense. Cards defense looked pretty good, quite frankly. Um, defense played well for, I'd say, 30, 32 minutes. The real breakdown came in that second segment of the second half. So the cards were plus six after the first, uh, after the under 16 timeout. It was a two point game, and that's where the doors absolutely came off. Wheels came off, train off the tracks So the Louisville defense transition, transition, transition. And it all started with being loose with the ball. Sixteen turnovers for the Cards, The majority of them happened in that segment. Just making very poor decisions, setting screens too high away from the basket, making chest pass after chest pass after chest pass that should have been a bounce pass. Just simple decisions, simple everyday things that we should be doing in practice that we simply should not be making mistakes. Just that simple. Lost the game in that train and that in that in that um, at that, that series, and really never got it back after that. Um, got close there at the end because Al Ellis decided to will himself to 22 points and really put on a show there in the second half. But uh, uh, defensively, the cards have to be sharper than they were in the second half. Again, first half, pack line was noticeable, running Michigan State out of the paint. But again, where Michigan State did their damage with their 10 threes tonight, we're mostly in transition, we're mostly pushing the ball up and down the floor, when in the half court, Cards did pretty well defensively, and that's, that's what we got to continue to see. And that all goes back to rebounding. If you are killing it on the glass on both sides of the floor, then transition is only going to be in your favor, or it's going to be in your favor more times than not. That's got to continue to be the goal for Louisville to continue to get out in space on their own end and continue to do everything possible on the glass to prevent that going the other way. One thing to point out tonight that you definitely need to take note of, this is the first road trip of the season. This is Chris Mack's first game back. This is eight new guys' first road environment as a Louisville Cardinal. Very few guys, other than Locke, Williams, maybe Withers, really have experience in this kind of environment. The Breslin Center at Michigan State tonight, students were jumping, students were loud. Quite frankly, fooled the offense a few times with the fake shot clock countdown in the first half. So you, you definitely need to take that into account here. This is by no means freak out mode for Louisville by no means it's been a tough week for the fan base been a tough forever for the for Card Nation. but this is by no means panic panic button mode this is by no means mac on the hot seat mode cards are fine pieces are there rebound the basketball defend the basketball and we'll be in almost every game we play this year all right looking ahead towards nc state of course as i said here recording about an hour after Tip there or after conclusion, excuse me, Ken Palm has not updated, of course, for the Ken Palm update. But currently, Louisville is projected, according to Ken Palm, to lose to NC State on Saturday, seventy to 69 48 percent chance to win outright. I'm sure that will change slightly after those new numbers come in from tonight's game against Michigan State. NC State currently ranked sixty first in Ken Palm, and again, Louisville is at thirty nine. I'm sure that will update here in the next uh, hour or two, and we'll have that for you on Twitter. Louisville, a really key stretch here, right? As you look forward into the immediate schedule, as we talked about, you have to get at least one of these two here. So you lose you lose to Michigan State tonight, you got to get NC State on Saturday. NC State on Saturday, home against DePaul on um, next Friday, and then you have that little stretch where you play S- southeastern Louisiana, which maybe the worst team will be, without a doubt, the worst team Louisville plays all year. And then you've of course got Western, and then at UK, at Western, at UK. Excuse me. So a big stretch coming up here for the cards, as we've talked about. Quite frankly, if you would have handed us five and two preseason after the Michigan State game, probably would have taken it and not asked too many questions, especially with Pagese running the show for the first six. So not too shabby there. Obviously, you want to win Michigan State tonight. But you didn't get it. The cards didn't get it done. Again, tough road game. Going to be a quad one loss in on the net team sheet come March. Not too worried about that nc state though again this is that weird acc conference game to start the year and then you go back into non-con play really important game for louisville both momentum wise as they head to finish out their non-con slate and of course in conference play in the acc 20 game slate again this year and moving forward got to get as many as you can anyone you can steal on the road you got to get it so looking for louisville to really bring the intensity on saturday Get after an NC State team again. That's sixty-first in Ken Palm. They've started the year five and one. Um, they've got wins over Bucknell, Colgate, Central Connecticut. They lost a neutral site game to Oklahoma State, and then they've won against Texas Southern and Law Tech. So that tells me they really haven't played a whole lot um, of of solid opponents. So you got to feel like you can really jump on them and have a good chance um, have a good chance to to get a quality ACC win to start the year. Um, And that's something that you you think the birds will definitely have a good chance to do. So, again, what are we looking for? Same things that we needed tonight that we didn't get. We got to be consistent on both ends on the glass. We got to continue to find our identity in the defense. And as I flip over here to check on NC State, they are currently in overtime with Nebraska. They're in, excuse me, they're in their third overtime with Nebraska. How about that? So we're going to get a tired NC State team at that on Saturday. So we like that. Um so so uh, definitely feel good about the Cards chances there as we f- as we uh, look forward to Saturday. All right, let's go ahead and get it wrapped up here on the starting 502 big takeaways from the Michigan State game as Louisville loses again by 9. Defensive identity has to be there right now. Cards simply have to buy into that and let the offense come along as it does. Looking for Louisville to continue to push the pace as much as possible continuing to look for rotations that are winning basketball rotations that are doing well offensively rotations that are on the glass doing the things that they need to be doing looking for chris mack to make adjustments i think i think you'll see some some definite adjustments come saturday against nc state on the road i think you will see a l- less guys playing just quite frankly love to see Al ellis starting again would love to see sam williamson williamson start no he didn't have a good night tonight but still still looking for that looking for guys to make better decisions offensively in the half court looking for quality shots a lot of contested deep shots from your bigs tonight again this is a pattern it was one of those things that we were hoping here that would change pretty quickly with Mac back at the helm all that to say the pieces are there this is a 5 and 2 ball club i will still hold to this team as a second turn second weekend tournament team in March if they play to their full potential. Every night it's going to be a different guy for Louisville this year. It's probably not going to be the Noah Locke show every single night. It doesn't look like it's going to be the Jalen Withers show, unfortunately. We need we need a leader. We need an alpha. Jared West continues to be that steady guy um, coming through for us. But NC State is is a big identity game. Committing to running, committing to pushing the pace. Committing to playing the pack line, committing to a smaller rotation, committing to Jared West being on the floor for 35 minutes. We'll see what Chris Mack has cooked up. Can't wait to get Presley Meyer back on the mic. Can't wait to get his player breakdowns that we missed tonight. Can't wait to hear from you. Make sure you're following us over there at the State of Lou on Twitter. Make sure you are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you follow us or wherever you are getting this lovely audio. Make sure that you are leaving us a five-star review. Feel free to hit us with a question in your Apple Podcast review and or who you think we need to bring on next on one of our post-game podcasts. Nick, over and out. Can't wait to get Prez back on here. Big rebound game coming up at NC State. Go Cards. so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co what's spring like in park city utah imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts park city mountain and deer valley Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opre ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.